0: Welcome to for bro. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> <PG. laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Best Cape Secret Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing, the show about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray for Lauren. I'm not alone as usual. I'm joined by my brethren, Bilo Might Just and Prince Dwayze. What's going on, gents?
1: Yeah, bro. I'm chilling. I'm good. Life's life's what is it? Life's doing what it needs to. Let's put it that way.
2: Mm. <laughs> does a hunter's count as a sweet drink?
1: What? yes, <laughs> it does, bro. <laughs> like, it genuinely okay, does. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay it's, a like hunters, it's, a anyway. it's a side, it's <laughs> a side. Shout out
2: hunters, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. And um, you, two, this nigga
0: two, didn't even two. say how he is. Dois is in his own role, bro. Daisy's is here to work. He's not here to to do small talk. Then <laughs> oh he's here God. to work for him. <laughs> <Talibsies>, Talib
2: talent. <laughs> um
0: guys, yeah, it's it's uh, it's another week, another episode, which means we get to review another album from South Africa. Um I am excited about this one purely because last year I think we were meant to review one of his projects and we just couldn't get around to it you know scheduling and everything whatever and so now they're back with a brand new is it an album is it an ep what are they calling it i'm not sure but anyway hey, um, EPs
2: are just getting longer and longer now because they say it's an ep but now it's like eight tracks so hey, i don't know bruh.
0: yeah but anyway yeah so guys today welcome we are gonna be reviewing Pretty Ugly's new project called MUD, M-U-D. Yeah, this comes after his previous project called Soil. Um, From, I think, last year. I want to say it was last year, but I could be wrong. Or 2020? I can't remember. Everything is blurry. But yeah, guys, so we're here, finally. Pretty Ugly MUD uh what are you guys thoughts on this project what are you what were your expectations coming into the project and just pretty ugly in in general thoughts what's going on what are you saying
1: yeah man um with regards to pretty i think you know he's been in the game for a while so i think we can definitely say that over these years we've kind of seen the growth or you know the molding into the artist that he is today and i won't lie man like i really love the sound that he's kind of putting out right now um this project specifically i i loved it man i think i don't know like it's it had a very mature feel to it it felt very refined it felt very calculated in the sense of like you know everything just kind of worked from features and all of that but yeah man like i really really fucks with this this was dope to me um so yeah that's what i can say
2: yeah no i agree with you i think this definitely showed a lot of growth just from where i've seen pretty come from and i also like the fact that you know just as we stated like the previous project was called um soil and now this is mud so it's like almost growing yeah you know it's almost just you know showing or equating to that growth so that's really dope um but like you say this felt very like articulate it felt very precise um it felt like they really thought about every little piece as best as possible um every move was like clinical on here uh the wrapping was really good the content the subject matter like it was really strong um I like that he was brutally honest on a lot of these songs as well. I always enjoy that from a rapper. um Yeah, it was really, it was a really good album. You know, I enjoyed this or EP yeah. or whatever it is called these days.
0: Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this album, man. I think, you know, I didn't pay much attention to the rollout or anything like that. I, I just remember, you know, people saying I've pretty ugly dropping like in two weeks, whatever, I'm like, okay, cool. I guess we'll wait for that, you know? But I never really thought, well, I never paid attention to the rollout as much as I did with his previous um, project, Soil. I remember with Soil, you know, he was doing a bunch of singles and some features. And once I got to listen to that album, like all of those features and verses just sort of made sense. You know, um, I think back to He did a my freestyle friday verse thing and then there's the lord cares feature on lord cares song sunday um oh
2: you're fire fire. yeah
0: and then like i think there was a song called a reminder to you there was the pen and then the spiritual warfare came here just before the album i think i can't remember but ultimately like there was like this this rollout you know that started with all these other random songs and features until we got to the album um i didn't see much of that this time around i may be wrong maybe i just wasn't paying attention i don't know but regardless we're here now and i am very very impressed by this body of work man it's very musical um and all the artistic choices and decisions that they made just worked like you guys just pointed out now everything just sort of worked you know um But yeah, let's get into some of the songs, man. First track was the intro, 30 minutes to Soweto. Yeah, what are you saying?
1: Yeah, I think she's obviously just relaying back to that point you just finished off with in terms of like how musical it was and how, you know, it just felt together. One thing I really loved, um, obviously, with this song included, is just kind of the narratives and how it felt theatrical. So like you know like kind of watching a play to some extent those are some feelings that i did get while watching um, while listening to this but yeah man with regards to 30 minutes to solita i really loved it man i think this was a really really nice intro to kind of contextualize the setting i guess you know because obviously this project throughout kind of speaks of um pretty speaks about home and how he got to the point where he's at so that's kind of where that theatrical element kind of comes in of being able to set um the surroundings and where you kind of are. And I kind of love how, you know, it started with like broad acres to hear Kempton to Soweto and then obviously speaking about all these different characters or people in his life and, you know, kind of making it feel so real as well for the listener. Because I felt like I was very immersed in the stories, immersed in narratives. So for me personally this was a really, really dope introduction. Mm.
2: Yeah, I like what you said there about it feeling like a play in a sort of um it feels theatrical yeah because i had also put down here like i feel like it's the opening of a movie like when you're being introduced to the characters and you're kind of getting a perspective of who these individuals are and what roles they play in the story because he's very like descriptive of these people like maybe his mom you know the this lorato he refers to his grand, like also being in there like you just get that sense of okay these are all the characters in his story and this is what it's going to revolve around um you know me and my quotes bro there's just <coughs> one part i really liked chat <laughs> because bro. i feel like he really <laughs> he really gets you know like we're just getting through the gate and he's getting so personal and just so real and raw with it um he was like most of our fathers were the type to beat our mothers, so our mothers wore a face beat just to keep it undercover. And deep beneath the covers, there were heaps of secret lovers, love we need to d- rediscover just to teach it to each other. Like yo, mm. bro, I was like, damn, we we we, we getting started with that, mm. bro? That's crazy, bro. That already grabs your attention. So, so Thanks. I refer back to the movie. Like it's kind of like you know that you in the first scenes you got that thing that grips you, like oh shit. You know and now you get invested into the story so i feel like he did very well with like placing such strong content at the beginning you know yeah. something you just it's already gonna grab you and you're gonna be like oh shit, okay you know this guy's getting deep so early let me hear more so mm-hmm. this was a really dope intro for me
0: yeah no i love this intro man um but then again like when i'm really thinking about it when i look back at all of his intros from previous albums you know, we look at obviously 30 Minutes to Soweto, You look at Soil, um, Magnum Opus, Reminder 2. These are all like very, very strong openers um, for a lot of his projects. I remember I, when I was still writing for The Plug, I actually reviewed uh, his album, Egypt, Everything Godly Yearns Patience. You know, and I think I mentioned like how the intro was so compelling. And with this one as well, 30 Minutes to Soweto, like you said, it it really sets the the scene and the tone of the story that's about to unfold over here. And, you know, just touching on those heavy subjects of abuse and the cycle of it all and things like that, by the time you get to like later on, like on the album, it sort of gives you context as to like why these sort of cultures and behaviors exist within, in, in that society and community. You know um because you have that backstory now of how these people grew up and the environments they were raised in um so i really really enjoyed this intro from that perspective and yeah man the the next song was heaven's gate hey, featuring Bondley and lord cares mm, mm. um <laughs> yeah,
1: there's, there's um, stuff, hey. <laughs> i mean
0: what do you even say bruh like where do you even start you know i just
2: deep one still
0: yeah it's a deep one i'm not gonna lie yeah Pilo, what, what are you saying how are you feeling
1: yeah man um the song firstly it's a very very beautiful song man um the way the way death is kind of touched on and losing loved ones, it was a very, very, I don't know, like, a, yeah, it just felt like a very powerful way to do it. But yeah, man, I love the song just because it also felt like a journey, man. I think as much as, you know, people were being spoken about and situations were kind of being spoken about as well, the music kind of did the exact same thing. <clears throat> I feel like, mm, mm. you know, Bontzler's parts were very, like, heightened Um, when it came to Kez's part it started very low tone but then there was that part I think after she said Dear Nana where the music where you kind of lost the music and you started hearing more of these sound effects and it sounded very you know dark in a sense and as you went along like basically my point is just that the music itself kind of took you on a journey as much as the song or like the lyricism did and I honestly feel like this was well done man like it was a really really good song
2: yeah, I know you You hit the nail on the head there. Like, this was just, you know, it was just... There's not much you can even say. It was just beautiful, you know? It, it was... Like, to put this on again so early. Like, I just feel like the, the placing was very well of these first few tracks. Very engaging. Like, you know, the subject matter just pulls you in. Um, yeah, man. Like, one thing I could say about this song as well. I think it just beautifully... You know, touched on so many elements of losing people. You know, everyone came with their own sort of energy. Like Kiz, talk about her grandmother, I think, on the track, um, and pretty obviously talking about the lorato character, and I think he's homie as well. So it was almost a a nice ode to them as well. You know, just how beautiful the production is, the singing, the conceptually just a phenomenal track. Um, and there's just the part I want to quote from Kez. I think it was just really beautifully written. Um, she says, Mend my scars. I know you feel my pain. Love lost. And I'm broken. See the stars. They're spelling out your name. Broken bones. I've never felt this pain. Wish you could hold me close again. Like just beautiful writing. I think Kez floated on here as well. Bone you your beautiful addition to the track. Um yeah, so this was a touching number I enjoyed this one.
0: yeah man um I was looking forward to the song of course, like you know whenever I see like a lord Cares feature i'm I'm gonna be there, you know um like i'm I was looking forward to the song. I think like whenever I see a Lord cares feature I'm there you know I'm not okay i I'm gonna be there, but I didn't know that Wley could also sing like this, you know um sure, I yeah i didn't know she could sing at all to be Neither honest with you I. you know um so this came as like a very very beautiful surprise you know and i think her addition to the song was amazing um i can't imagine the song without her like there was just a certain emotion that she was able to yeah you know bring on to the song um of For course sure. you know pretty diddy's thing very heartfelt verse over there um mm. but yeah of course you know lord cares i don't know like the way she entered the song, like, just smooth, you know, felt like an angel just appearing, you know, in the clouds, just like, you know. Um, and, you know, it's like, I I think, I don't know if you guys remember, but she did uh, speak about her nana before. I think it was on the song Lord's Prayer, if I'm not mistaken, from her other yeah, I think so. EP from two years ago. But, you know this was like very very in-depth this one this, this one was like you know she went in this one like i mean though i walked through the value of the living and the lost, i imagine that she had gone off to greener pastures like just the way she was able to you know deliver those lines and just hearing the um i imagine you've gone off to greenest pastures it kind of reminded me of yeba's song called evergreen that she had made um after her mom passed away uh but yeah i mean look you know paper cuts and broken bones could not compare i need you here like the way she was the way she switched to like a more rapping kind of delivery um halfway into her verse that was really really good you know um and i don't know that line paper cuts and broken bones it sort of gave me like the image of writing in a journal and then getting like a paper cut You know, um, when you're trying to get these thoughts out in in a journal, you get a paper cut, but that pain in that moment is not greater than like the pain caused by this void or absence that this person has left, you know? Um, And yeah, man, it just, it felt effortless, but I know that great art is, you know, it, it takes a lot of effort to make it seem effortless you know um elegance is like it's the result of struggle so to speak and so yeah man it's just it's weird man whenever i whenever i listen to like Kers's music i'm just always visited by like this overwhelming sense of empathy to your stories um but yeah this was a great song man i think i could go in favor but this verse but i'll save that for another time uh dope verse dope song all three of them shout out the next song was groovy baby i think this is when like there was sort of like a tonal shift in the project um featuring marcus harvey how you guys feeling
1: yeah man um yeah, what are you saying? Nah, nah, nah. Carry on. Uh, nah, I would lie. For me, I think the tonal shift was appreciated. But also, I think after that song as well, maybe another filler would have probably helped. But yeah, man, I think this was cool. Um, I think the, the change in subject matter to be a bit more light-hearted was really nice. Considering how the start was so you know like it hit heavy on the emotions man i think this is a cool song i like how marcus floated on this and yeah man obviously from like a subject matter perspective there's really not not much that i can say but i do think this is a vibe it was actually a pretty cool song
0: mm.
2: yeah no this was this was nice um dope production i think you know there's sometimes for me where marcus just gets it right and then there's sometimes i don't know if my ears are not hearing properly bro but um (laughs) I I think I think he did really well with his contributions to this project um you know just vocally as well he always finds those unique pockets in the beat he just yeah like you say he just floats man he just has his way of attacking the beat um there was a young quote that I liked by um by pretty Uh, yeah groovy baby he says some days are sunny and some might snow Some days you're on fire, at times she's ice cold, that's how life goes, sometimes there's slight blows, some bitches love dogs some niggas' wife
1: hoes <laughs> yeah i remember listening to that podcast. <laughs> <it>. um,
2: yo <laughs> i feel hey, like that was pretty bad the wordplay bro dog,
1: but that was a pretty. personal attack weird. surely, surely, surely. <laughs> it just sounded a bit too personal <laughs> I just
2: hey bro that was deep bro some bitches love dog some niggas' wife hoes i like that shit hey life quotes
0: yeah, man, groovy baby was groovy. You know, like it was just it was a vibe, man. I think pretty does a good job in sort of getting us into the groove of the song, but I feel like by the end of it, the song feels like a Marcus Harvey song that just happens to feature Pretty Ugly. But I feel like all Marcus's
2: songs feel like that. They all yeah. like when he features, it feels like his song <laughs> featuring the person. Even when he gets it, right. so, like,
0: yeah, really so it right, he takes you know? over, bro. Yeah. And this was one of those ones where he just took over, man. He just kept on going, I'm like, yo, this nigga is just going off right now, you know. And it just kept on getting better and better and better. And so I really like that, um, that we got that moment. Really cool song, man, you know. Um, next song was, When featuring Zuchi and Blackie. Um... Some yama. yeah guys i expected a lot from this line not gonna lie
2: i don't know <laughs> old lie bro.
0: yeah i was just like yo yo this is about to be i
2: was thinking is this is a banger <laughs> bro? that's what i could say. i was thinking that this is. is a banger it
0: is you know um uh, but yeah how, how are you guys feeling about this song man when featuring zuchi and blackie
1: Nah, man i think this song is a banger dog. i like i like how it's i don't know pretty start like it wasn't just straight out the gate that what the way that he said whatever that bar is at the start it just sounded very smooth man like this is a really nice hip hop and it didn't feel out of place i think even just in kind of like the way the project has been delivered at this point um with regards to the features i would lie, man like i i still expected better from blackie dog i don't know i didn't like it was cool Zuchi, on the other hand, I think killed it, man. That was very fire. Um, but yeah, I, this was a really nice song. I fucks with it. I just genuinely feel like Blackie could have done more for me, bro. Like, mm. I just didn't, it didn't hit the way that I expected it to. But then you see, as soon as Zuchi came on, there was a bit of a shift. And I was like, okay, shit, you know what I mean? But yeah, dope song nonetheless. Banger as well.
2: You see, just going off your point about Blackie on here. Um, honestly i think for production like production wise i think it was a strange choice to put blackie on that type of beat honestly yeah. i just don't think it's necessarily what i would picture
1: blackie on oh, I but i don't think he did too badly bro. though i don't know i feel yeah, like I his vocals could have been delivered a bit differently yeah
2: i think i think for me personally i think he did he did quite well compared to a lot of the other verses. Because like I always say, sometimes with Blackie, I just feel like he's in the studio just cutting verses, verse after verse after verse. So he's not necessarily spending too much time to try and get the best verse. He's just working, you know. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like it loses that, you know, that punch. But um, I I feel like this was one of his better verses, honestly. Um Yeah, but I, I like, honestly, from all three... I did expect better just when i looked at the lineup when i saw pretty blackie and zuchi i expected a monster of a record now this is good but it's not what i would rate at the top you know um i think for me zuchi's part elevated the song a lot more honestly i think when the beat switched and you know he came with his energy it just there was a shift in energy of the song i think previously the the production was just too laid back for the type of heavy hitters that were on the track we needed something you know a bit more heavier with a bit more knock but this was a bit too it was a bit too easy for me so yeah i don't know man it, it was cool but i think this could have been
1: better any quotes there, this ah uh,
2: <laughs> not for this one i'll save it for the other one <laughs> <laughs> will be here till tomorrow you know dog
0: me and zuchi Kalk. Um <laughs> that's what I'm thinking <laughs> about as Drumata I'm listening to you guys fuck. speak about this. Oh, millions of um, shout out nasty. Yeah, I think I don't know. I, I hear you guys' points and I, and I, I kind of agree with both of them in the sense of I expected like a mega, you know, a mega hit over here. However, I also agree with you, Dwayze, in the sense of despite like, you know, what the production was, whatever it is, like, I still sort of enjoyed Blackie's verse and what he had to say. I think he sort of he what he was speaking about was very relevant to what the song was about. And yeah, more than anything, it sounded like he was having fun um, with his delivery on, on this. So it kept it colorful, you know yeah um yeah yeah and i mean of course pretty ugly did a great job as well you know but i think the man who steals the show here is zulu you know like at the end he just he just went off For i sure. think i was like okay yeah this is Zulu okay yeah this is nice you know this is nice but then that that switch up it just elevated the song you know um, crazy and i like the fact that when the beat switched he also switched up his flow you know um so i really like that i think with pretty ugly you know i was thinking about this uh this afternoon when i listened to the song i'm thinking like for the most part i'm so used to like this humble persona of pretty ugly that sometimes when i hear him in this braggadocious pocket it almost it's almost hard to believe it's almost like yeah like bro like he's you know i don't that's know that's not like, you dog <laughs> but like you know but of course like it is him because you know no one is just one thing you get me but yeah, like nah, I yeah i don't know if i'm making sense
2: though it's just like hmm. nah, I, I hear what you say it just feels it's like natural when this I is not the character we
0: speak like this yeah but for pretty i'm like
2: pretty is supposed to hit us with that knowledge bro, <laughs> knowledge <laughs> 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 not flexing dog
0: <laughs> yeah but i mean a great song nonetheless i think i i enjoyed it you know i think the more i listen to it the better it sounds so yeah shout out win 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 um next song 1632 uh yeah an ode to tembisa how are you guys feeling about 1632
1: yeah man i think 1632 from like a, a narrative perspective and just kind of you know highlighting the reality you know i think it was really good i love the song the storytelling here i think it just i i felt like we said obviously playing on the whole you know theatrical experience i think this was just another let's say part of it where just another story was being told obviously within the same confines but like Yeah, man, I really like 1632. Like, this was a really nice one for me. Yeah,
2: 1632. Definitely a dope track. Like you said, the storytelling, the narrative of the track. Um, For some reason, the production reminds me of, um, like, 50 Cent, bro, Mm -hmm. back in 03. (laughs) I don't know. It just gives me those vibes. Um, Yeah, so there's a little part I want to quote on here because it goes back to the... The thing was saying about him, you know, sort of growing. And I think here he kind of reflects on that growth, um, where he says, By a landslide, storms turned my soul into mud, mm. boiling the spud, turned my oil into blood. My cousin went to jail just for f- foiling his drugs, poison his guts, now it's spoiling the love, but love. Uh, thugs be avoiding the hugs, trying to fill the void, and they judged. Like, you know, I just think even the lyricism in itself it just shows the growth just how he's able to align things because like i was saying before we started the part like sometimes i just felt like pretty was being too deep that i couldn't even understand what he was talking about like yeah. you know he was just rhyming other galaxies and yo, know, i don't know wh- where he was bruh. but now i feel like he's clear cut you know giving us straight to the to the cracks you know what he's talking about and and what's on his mind and it's you know it's easy, easily palatable. So I, I really enjoyed this track. Um, I think it was one of the stronger ones lyrically as well. Um, yeah, dope dope joint.
0: Yeah, this, you know, the first verse, I'm like, ah, oh, man he's just having fun, you know, lyrical exercise, we're having fun. But I think as the song went on, like he touched on some very serious um, topics, which you just quoted some of those, those elements nowadays. Um, yeah. yeah man you know 1632 that's a very very famous um zip code Timbisa, and this really felt like an almost like a an audio documentation of life in Timbisa, um and i think this was the song that had the the audio clip of Mzegezeg and jarul if i'm not mistaken yeah. yeah um, that, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was just a throwback. And yeah, that was just, funny, bro. Was that was like, hilarious. Oh, shit. Back in the day, I remember that, you know. Um, that was a funny interview,
2: man. I've never heard that clip before. I would not even lie. I've Yo, guys, go watch movie. the YouTube interview. Was, or the, so the, the YouTube video.
0: Just go watch it. It's, it's <laughs> the funniest thing ever, No, I've bro. got to watch that. Yeah. Zegge Zegge versus Ja Rule. It's the funniest thing ever, bro. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. What
2: was Ja This was...
0: Yeah, dude when you he was here in SA hey. bruh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh next song was The Neighborhood featuring Marcus Harvey and the one and only McGlara, Doughboy.
2: You see that transition there?
0: Yeah.
2: I just picked that up like for <laughs> for him talking about 16. being hood and you from my hood yeah. from 6032 to now my neighborhood oh come on yeah. come on guys the transitioning
0: yep yeah. shout out yeah how are you guys feeling about the neighborhood
1: yeah <clears throat> firstly yeah the just the way that it kind of transitioned from that clip into that was really dope i love the neighborhood man i think this was another one where marcus hit the nail on the head in terms of his delivery I Think McLaren as well. Yo, McLaren killed it, dog. I think for me though Yo, Doug <laughs> McLaren. What, what 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 like this guy went crazy? Bro, like I think what no like what parts th- I just stuck I love how you know how it was kind of to the point from the start and the way that um pretty delivered his bars. So read the first part where it's like there is. there's not enough good role models in my neighborhood. My neighbors were at neighbor goods when Tots took my neighbor's goods. Shane often good in the Fish. hood. It left my neighbor shook. My mother went next door to make sure that my neighbors good. Mm. good. Just that flow. the word play. Yeah, even in the Shh. next one, it's like as far reading goes, the Holy Bible been her latest book, and Africa's success will be the payment for the pain she took, mm. all the plates she cooked. Oh. Now for her, I gotta pay a cook. You can spend years counting weeks and the days it took. Jesus. So like, yeah, man. Bars, nigga. And obviously, like, just kind of how that part about his mother also connects with the introduction Mm. um you know because now we kind of get the story and we you know we know certain things so i just love how that also came together but yeah man the neighborhood is a fire track man i love it
2: yeah i know the neighborhood i think was my favorite track on here uh for me this was just heavy i think below you pointed out everything i had So I just want to quote a bit of Maglera's verse because this nigga went off. This man went crazy, bro. Um, This man says, "Leagues within these shadows, nigga slave for goods. Flagrant hoods, remorse because we survive, so we might stay for good." The status quo, paupers and peasants. I call it status quo. But uh, it's a so, we was never monkeys. We descend from moors. Ascend and soar Find me in the ether If you seek the source Por favor Por favor The scene of gods We seek for more No Hey, de- come on guys This guy's going crazy <laughs> yes. Look, the de chrome Death over designer Dying for decor So, kotor I don't even know Some of this shit But this is just The way it's coming off his tongue Is crazy, bro It's crazy It just sounds so good Um, I think his flow is Immaculate on you I think he's stuck to the subject matter so well I think this is one of McLaren's top versus yep. like McLaren's versus this year. This, this year has been crazy. He's versus this year, bruh. Yeah. Like if we just think never ride, like his versus just been off the wall, bro. So I think he just did really well on here. Shout out McLaren. Nothing more I can say. Pretty killed it too, but hey, McLaren, bruh. Hey.
0: Yeah. Um. I think you know when I when I when I think about it now, it it it, it almost feels like when people show up for pretty ugly they recognize and respect the the quality that he brings and the standard that he upholds and so you find that all of these features are performing at their very best at their highest level you know yeah um you know point Lord cares Um, Marcus is just having fun on this album. He's just killing it. (laughs) Marcus killed it on this project. You know? (laughs) He killed it. Everybody showed up. Zoo. Like, you know, everyone is just showing up. And of course, Maglera. This is one of, like, the best feature verses this year. Like, this is insane what Maglera did over here. Um, And, you know, I like it. It's just three hood niggas, you know? Um, Of course, Marcus, (laughs) you know, Alex and all these things. Just... Oh, but hey,
2: for real bro hi this it's is really like from the neighborhood that's what it is yeah bro. give me and so and Marcus Marcus was on here too ne? he was on here yeah, too yeah, yeah. yeah. Dog. I think he produced this as well if I'm
0: not mistaken jeez bro. hey now this is a really was really crazy. good song man really really good song um shout out Maglera dope verse the mm-hmm. next song was Batato featuring Lady mm-hmm. Doo. um yeah guys how are you feeling about Botsotso?
1: yeah man but also, i mean obviously but also last song switch up in terms of vibes and all of that but apart from that i think it was really cool man It was you know back to the the piano vibes in a sense and i think it was a it was a nice closer because it wasn't just surface level still like there was still a few things that we could grab from this track and yeah, man, I genuinely think it was a good roundup to a really, really, really good project. But yeah, that's what I have to say about that one.
2: Yeah, for me, but also, <laughs> I think... <laughs> about I to think... Bro, <laughs> <laughs> right, you already know. Well, you the know the a Doug. Bro, the breath little too Bro, let me speak by peace. Let me speak by truth, as the women say out there. Um, Doug... I just don't understand. Like, here's one thing I'll say. I understand, like narrative-wise, I understand why this song is here. Cause I know pretty, like, just from my, you know, observation of him, I know he's into like cars and he's into like drifting and ghost riding and all those type of things. So this song kind of plays to his character. But then within the project, it kind of just doesn't fit to me. Like it just it's the one song I just felt like, nah, dog. This one, nah, bro We could have dropped this as, you know a lead up to this album it just didn't sit well for me in this project it was not a terrible song but it just was not on the level of the other tracks you know that came before it so Mm. yeah damn i've just felt like a bonus really
0: yeah no i hear you i hear you um i think for me what i appreciated about this song um within the context of this project is that throughout this entire project up until this final song pretty ugly is detailing different um dynamics and cultures and, and you know things about the hood um yeah and not just Timbisa. there are certain things that he speaks on that are universal you know to every hood and i think even just like i know you know, we were laughing about the Mzegazeg and Jarul thing. But even just that mm. conversation that they had, ultimately it was them saying, like, you know, we can go to any hood and you'll find that we go through the same struggles cool the for same. the most part. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um and so with this song, also, of course, like it's mainly about you know, it's easy to just just to say like, yeah, it's about cars, whatever, whatever. However, I don't know
2: fully about cars, but I'm just I, saying, course, like, I get that. I get the,
0: um, but what I'm that. saying is that within the context of the story over here, cars play a very important part of hood culture. Um, very, very big part, you know, um, whether you're talking 325 exactly. like or like Crescidas, exactly. just like car models, you, you know, know? all of those, th- yeah, you get me. And so I feel like this was a song that sort of represented another aspect of hood culture. Um, Yeah, for sure. And so I think within the context of the story, for me, that's how it sort of made sense. Um, And I also like the fact that, you know, the production sort of gave it that bounce, which, you know, was very reminiscent to the type of sound we associate with Guaito and of course as we know quite was really big in like the 90s and whatnot when you know this sort of culture was like booming you know
2: that was the hood hip-hop
0: you get me and so these are all the elements that make this song um special in a sense within the context of of the album you know Um, a special addition or inclusion to the album yeah Um, it's for those different elements um, the
2: subject matter and the, yeah, yeah, and the appeal to I think, the story.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's always important to sort of try to touch on a variety of subjects when you're talking about the hood, just so that everyone feels sort of represented in a way as well, you know. Um,
2: that's true. Yeah, that's true. I think. I just think the song could have been better. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying, like within the context of like, the the narrative of the thing it totally makes sense but i think then of course you know when are talking about song and the quality and whatever then that's yeah i guess yeah different story. um yeah but yeah man this was this was a, a really really dope album i think um closing remarks guys what are your favorite songs actually on i didn't ask you
1: um so for me my favorite song heaven is heaven's gates Groovy Baby and The Neighborhood, I'd
0: say.
2: as my three. Yeah. Uh, Me, it's Heaven's Gate. Um, It's The Neighborhood. It's... Yeah, I'll just say those two are my favorite. Definitely my favorite, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. Heaven's Gate is my favorite song on this album. It is one of my favorite songs I've heard this year. I... I've said it once. I'll say it again. Lockheed is the greatest now and in the future.
2: Till um, forever. <laughs> like Till the just, end of time, bro.
0: <laughs> making great art is enormously hard. Inspiration doesn't come easily. And even when it does come, it's very difficult to put it into words. You have to put a lot of effort into your work of art, you know, to make it appear exactly. effortless. And to
2: capture it in reality yes. compared to how it is in your mind. And That's true.
0: We, a lot of people, a lot of time, people always say, Lord cares is um, effortless, it's effortless, but simple is never simple. Elegance is the result of struggle. We train our eyes and ears to look and listen, you know, um, at the world in order to see or hear things fully. But seeing and hearing things fully often implies empathizing with our surroundings. And empathy has always been the gateway into feeling the pain and suffering of others and that is why earlier i said whenever i step into lord kids musical world i am always overwhelmed with empathy so i really really appreciate this song and this verse
2: um be like can you hear this badge dropping pops for kids yet bro like it's to ugly
0: <laughs> this was a dope project shout out pretty ugly shout out everyone involved mcclera dropped a crazy verse marcus had a lot of fun on this thing man um and i can't wait uh, to see what's next I know Maglera's album is out as well, so we're going to jump on that. So stay tuned, guys. Maglera album review coming soon. And yeah, man, my name has been CZ Ray Balarin. This has been the Best Kept Secret podcast, a.k.a. the podcast about nothing. I was not alone. I was joined by my brethren, Mbilo Might Just and Prince Dwayze. Until next time, stay shining peace and love